Hey everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of my podcast. Now, excuse me if I'm sounding a little nasally. Um, I am a little bit under the weather, um, due in part to my daughter, <laughs> but I'm still, um, she's not here right now, so I figured it's the perfect time to record this first episode and get it out of the way because I've been putting it off too long. Now, this first episode is about her, the person in question who got me sick um, and just the first year of motherhood and just how that's been and just a little bit of everything about it. Um, first, I want to start with the work-life balance and what's, what that's like being a parent. Um, it's tough. It's tough because you never get a break. You go to work for eight, nine, ten, however many hours it is that you're working a day. You come home and you don't get a break. You go straight into mommy, daddy, caretaker, whoever it is that, you know, is responsible for this little human. You go straight into that and there is no, there's no rest, you know. Sure, they go to bed, but even at that time, you're, you know, you're cleaning up the mess from the evening. You're preparing for the next day. Then you've got to make sure that you're prepared for the next day and you got something in your stomach. Um, so there is really no rest when it comes to parenthood. Um, and in Yeah, so to continue, specifically in terms of like, you know, working and being a parent, being a working parent, being a working mom. And I can only speak on being a working mom because I'm not a dad. Um, these jobs they don't care. They don't care at all. You know, they like to say, I understand, you know, I'm a parent too. And it's like, you're a parent, but your situation is different than mine, especially when we're of different um, demographics. It's like, you don't really understand what my struggles are. And you would really never be able to understand them. My operations director loves to say, she's like, um, we have a business to run. At the end of the day, we have a business to run. And I get that. You have a business to run. You have money to make. There's things that need to be taken care of. But I feel like if these jobs, bosses, if these jobs, bosses, companies, you know, however you want to put it, if they were more empathetic to your situation, if they were more understanding of the struggles of being a parent in this time, in this generation, in this, you know, economy. If just with all the variables that you have, if they were more understanding, I feel like it would create an environment that is more enjoyable for an employee to be at. And therefore, you know, I feel perform better at their job, but they really don't care. And that's that. You know, you just sort of have to deal with it and figure out, do I stay here and make this money or do I go somewhere else? And I don't know what else, I'm, you know, what other problems I could deal with at someplace else. So you definitely have to pick your battles. Um, it's not for the week. And my hat goes out to all those moms, those working moms, single parents, especially after becoming a mom. I, I just found myself saying, how do single parents do this shit? This is so hard, especially those first couple weeks. You know, I joke with my friends or I jokingly say to my friends, but it's really not that much of a joke. Um, I said in those first couple weeks of motherhood, I wanted to throw myself off the balcony and I'm not 
kidding that much. Uh, they were tough. They were definitely tough. I was sleep deprived. I was going through postpartum depression. Being in the house by myself with Kenza, my daughter, gave me anxiety. I had all these intrusive thoughts. Those first couple of weeks will really test you. The first year will really test you. Speaking of the first year, it goes by in the blink of an eye. You hear people say it, and as you're in the moment, you don't think it's going by fast. You're just trying to get through the day and make it to the next day. You're like, okay, let's just get to bedtime so I can, you know, we can get get up and do this again. Let's just make it to the next day. But when you look back at it, that first year is just your time feels stolen at the end of it. You you don't feel like you've been able to enjoy it and really be in the moment because you're just so worried about surviving. Uh, at least I know that's what it was for me. I can't speak for everybody, um, but I know that there would definitely be some people that can relate to that, just sort of needing and wanting to survive that first year and not really being present as much as you wish you were. Um, and then let me talk about my favorite thing about being a mother, because not all parts of it is bad, obviously. My favorite thing is, a lot of moms say this, um, just watching them grow and learn new things and develop their personality. I think that's definitely one of my favorite things, watching her learn new things all the time. She is obsessed with Miss Rachel, like plenty other kids of her generation, and um, she's learned a lot of sign language from Miss Rachel. That's her thing now. She doesn't say too many words, but she she loves signing. She'll, you know, do more. That's like her favorite one and, and food um, and a, a few other things. But I feel like watching them grow up and learn more things um, is definitely one of the favorite parts of it. Now, I've already mentioned what the least favorite was, and that's just the you don't get a break. You don't get a break. And that's going to continue until they are out of your house. So buckle up for that part. Um, something else that I want to talk about is body image. Now, that's, I mean, I don't know, some people say it's a taboo subject to talk about or whatever the case I don't know people have you know feelings about body image and things like that after giving birth um but for me I know my body itself took about a year to go back to you know what it was before I had my daughter and being somebody that was so small prior to giving birth I was worried that Maybe I wouldn't go back to being my size. But then again, I was like, okay, maybe a few extra pounds wouldn't be so bad. And, um, you know, it takes some getting used to not knowing, not being able to recognize your body that you've had for all these years. And now you have a baby and things are changed. They don't look the same. They're not as tight, you know, et cetera, et cetera. For me, my biggest insecurity now is my boobs. <laughs> and I desperately 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 want a boob job and I'm plotting on it um I just think I want to have another kid before I'm go full force in doing that but I breastfed Kenza for the full first year of her life I think I stopped breastfeeding December 3rd if I'm not mistaken it was either like December 3rd or December 5th um she turned one on November 29th 
And, you know, it takes about a week or two for your boobs to sort of get back to normal um, and for all the milk to be gone. And let me tell you something. I had small boobs before, but now these things are shriveled up. (laughs) You know, I have no volume in the top. My nipples are wrinkled. I used to have like cute perky boobs. Now I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm very self-conscious about them now and I want to do something to correct it. I'm the kind of person that I want to look good naked. I don't want these, I don't want to wear a push-up bra and things like that. Sure, I do sometimes, of course, because that's what I need to do now to make myself feel comfortable in clothing. But I'm also the kind of person that really wants to take off my clothes at the end of the night and love my body. And right now, I'm not loving certain parts of my body. And that's my biggest insecurity. And I just want to let other moms out there know that it's okay to not like parts of your body now. You know, everyone's all just like, accept what it is. And you know, you're still beautiful. And that's all fine and dandy. But I don't like my tits right now. And I'll say it to anyone, you know, I'm, I will say it to anyone right now. I do not like my boobs. And I, as I mentioned, I'm planning on doing something to correct it. And I feel like we should give moms that space to not like things about their body if they don't want to like it and give them the grace to change it if they want to change something about it, whether it be by surgery or working out, however you want to do it. And if that makes you feel better, then do it. But I will also say this, do it for yourself. Don't do it for anybody else. Don't do it for society. Do it for yourself. If that makes you feel better, then, you know, I'm all for it. Um, so that is my plan, or that's my take on that. Now, switching gears just a little bit, I want to talk about some other ways that motherhood and parenthood has changed me, because it's not just the physical, of course. Um, I think anyone would be lying to say that, especially moms, I think, because we are the ones who are responsible for growing these kids inside of us and it really takes a toll on us mentally emotionally physically in all the ways so I think we would be lying if we said that it didn't change us on a psychological level uh for me in the beginning I was one of those people I was like no you know I think I'm you know, I'm the same person. I don't think it's changed me. I think I'm coming into my own, but I don't think it's changed me. Um, But as you spend more time in that space, you realize that it has. You can't really say in the first week or even really the first month, oh, motherhood hasn't changed me. You haven't been a parent for long enough to really understand all the ways that it's changed you. I mean, down to little things like not being able to go out when you want to because one, you are worried about your kid being with somebody else. Even if it's family, you're worried about somebody else taking care of your kid and being responsible for your kid when you're not around and all these thoughts going through your head about what could or could not happen when you're not there. You know, that's one thing. For me, though, I feel like one of the biggest ways motherhood has changed me and one of the biggest impacts I've seen is my, how should I put this, 
my I guess hustle in a way I guess you can say um don't get me wrong I've never been lazy I if I have to work I'll do it if I have to work multiple jobs I'll do it I haven't worked multiple jobs in quite some time now because yeah I was living my best life and not needing to do that but now I'm at a place where you know I didn't finish my degree and now that I have a kid and I'm realizing how hard it is to really get ahead with you know the level of education that I do have especially in the industries that I'm been accustomed to working in and have experience I'm like okay it's time to get back to school finish your degree do something and as a parent for some people you know that that sort of mentality could kick in before a kid but for me personally um and I feel like you know everything happens in due time for everybody and for me it took having a kid to be the final push that I needed to say, okay, you're going to go back to school because it's something I have toyed with for years now. And I'm like, I don't want to spend the money. It's going to take too long. You know, I had all these reasons why I didn't want to do it or it wasn't a good idea. But now having a kid, it's hard to make those same excuses now because you have somebody who you are responsible for, somebody who you want to give the best kind of life to. And there's a path that you see that will get you there no matter how long it takes you're going to be willing to do it so for me that's been um definitely one of the biggest changes but it's been a blessing because now I have a more clear path of what it is that I want to do with my life and more clear path for the future so that clarity and that hustle and that drive that being a parent has given me I definitely appreciate more than anything else The next thing I want to talk about is the things I wish I knew before becoming a parent. And to one extent, you sure you can have friends that tell you all the things that you think you'll need to know. But at the end of the day, it's really hard to imagine and put yourself in that situation until you are there for yourself. Uh, People say a lot of times... You know, I would say, I know what it's like to raise a kid, blah, 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 because I helped raise my little brother. And, you know, I would have friends who would say, it's not the same as having your own. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. And baby, it is not the same, okay? Having a child that is your child, it's so, so different. I think it's even so different than being an older parent who has Um, older children to rely on to help you with that process being a parent who is the main caretaker who is the you know the the person that your child relies on the most being that parent it is not for the weak especially if you have a clingy child especially if you're not comfortable leaving your kid with other people that I was not ready for Uh, I knew I would kind of be a somewhat overbearing parent or overprotective I should say but I find it hard to even like let me just put it to you this way last year my daughter was like maybe three months um when my birthday came around and I had all these plans I was like well I'm gonna go away I'm gonna go out of the country they started getting closer to the time. I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll just go to New York. Got a little closer. I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll just do a staycation. 
And then I got a little closer and I was like, you know what? It's fine. I'll just have a day. I'll just, you know, I'll just go out for the weekend or the day or whatever. And that's what it became. As it, as time got closer, I just got more and more like anxious about leaving her. And it could be that, you know, she was so young, but still to this day at one years old, I've only been away from her for one weekend and I was 20 minutes away from her, like in DC while she was home with her dad and, you know, grandmother or whatever. That's the furthest I've ever been away from her. And even at that time, I was calling and FaceTiming all the time to see what was going on, checking on the camera to see what she was doing. It's hard. It's hard wanting that space and needing that alone time, but at the same time, feeling anxious to be away from them. I remember that weekend that I was away from her, my body literally would not allow me to relax. I kept tensing up. I would find myself laying in the bed and tensing up, and then I would have to like relax, like literally relax my whole body. Um, So that's one thing I wish I knew that, you know, it, even though you want this time to yourself, it's hard to get to a place where you're comfortable being away from your kid and all the mom guilt that might come with that, all the anxiety that might come with that, the sleep deprivation, that you complain about all the time but then you still when you do get a chance to sleep you can't sleep because your body's just used to waking up all these things um are definitely things I knew I wish I knew a little bit more or took a little bit more seriously when people would sort of like say it to me I don't for one second though not for one second Uh, Even though in the beginning I did have buyer's remorse, I think I was just, you know, going through the postpartum blues and everything, whatever you want to call it, anxiety, whatever. Um, But not for one second do I regret having her because I look at her every day, even when she's on my last nerve. I look at her in like the seconds following that and how she is just exploring and learning and growing And I can't help but smile because I'm like, at one point you were literally just a thought and then you were these collection of cells and then you grew in my belly and then now you're here. And at one point you were just this helpless little baby who couldn't do anything for themselves and now you are like a full person with a personality and you you're doing all these things, you're doing all these things to get on my goddamn nerves, but you're doing all these things and you're learning, and you're exploring, and you're growing, and it's so beautiful to watch. So not for a second do I regret being a mom or having my daughter. I just wish that they should have like a class or something to like pound it into your brain. This is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. But again, these are the types of things that you're not really ever going to be prepared for until you are put in the situation for yourself. And the last thing I want to talk about is all of the things and experiences that I'm looking forward to in the future. Being a parent, uh, obviously I'm looking forward to, you know, all the birthdays and all the ways she's going to grow and all the memories we can make together. I'm looking forward to her having her first moments, you know, a first dance, her first 
time at school, even though starting daycare, I definitely cried. I'm looking forward to just seeing her become her own person, seeing her be better than me, seeing her be more emotionally adjusted than me. I'm looking forward to her being able to hopefully come to me and feel comfortable coming to me with anything that she should have an issue with a worry about a concern any advice I'm I'm hoping that she sees me as somebody that she can trust and rely on in that way because I know for a lot of kids even myself you know growing up I didn't always feel that way about my mom just because she was so strict I was so afraid to come to her I don't want my daughter to ever feel afraid to come to me I know that she will make mistakes but I want her to also know that nobody's perfect. Everybody's going to make mistakes. I would hope that you would make a little less mistakes than more mistakes. But at the end of the day, I would never judge you for anything that you've done wrong or that goes wrong. I'm always here to be a helping hand and lend guidance and support and advice. And I hope that she sees that in me. Um, I'm looking forward to hopefully her being a big sister. Right now she's a little sister, um, but I'm hopefully looking forward to her being a big sister because she has, to me, she has big sister energy. She's a very independent girl. She's very helpful, and I think she would just be such a good big sister. So I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing her in that role if God sees fit for her to be a big sister. Uh, and I'm just looking forward to just being her mom, just all the things that I get to learn from being her mom, because I know, you know, I I heard a quote or I don't know, I heard something somewhere that said, if you think it's hard now, wait, it only gets harder. And I can see that, you know, I'm not looking forward to the teenage years, but then again, I am, um, because teenagers are assholes. I have a little brother who's a teenager and he's an asshole. They're so emotional. They don't make any sense. And whenever he's going off and just being his crazy self, I'm like, is this how I was when I was a teenager? Because this is crazy. And I have a girl and I can only imagine what the attitude is going to be like. We both don't have attitudes. So it's just going to be um, interesting. Um, I'm looking forward to a full night's rest. I can't wait till she starts sleeping through the night. I'm hopefully trying to make that happen within the next few weeks. I'll report back if it happens. Um, When it happens, I'll report back. I am looking forward to her making more friends, her making friends. Um, Just the journey itself. You know, I've wanted to be a mom for so, so long. Anybody that knows me knows that I've wanted to be a mom it's like one of my biggest accomplishments so far in my life and I am so proud to be her mom and I hope she is or I hope that someday she can say the same that she is proud to be my daughter um but yeah that is the conclusion of this first episode I hope you all were able to get something from it I hope you know, you feel heard, seen, you can have a discussion about something that I said in the episode with your friends, family. Um, And also, it took me two different days to record this episode. Going back to one of the first things I said about not having enough time in the day. 
yeah, it took me two different occasions to record this episode, but I'm glad that I was able to do it. And I'm glad that y'all will be able to hear it. Whether or not anybody listens or likes or whatever the case may be, I'm just proud that I'm able to do something that I've been wanting to do for some time now. Um, I've had a on my mind to do a podcast for so long and I finally found a way to make it happen. And again, this is more so for me, but I'm definitely hoping that anyone listening can get something from it. So if you do like it, please comment, share with your friends, repost, all that good stuff. All right. So until next time, I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day, rest of your night, rest of your week and stay blessed.